0: Welcome back to PRSSA podcast, I'm Milaura Sorkosian, the 2023 to 2024 National PRSSA Vice President of Events and Fundraising. For today's student stories, we will be discussing what it's like to host a this conference. With us today are Sarah Thamen and Simena Paolobex. Sara graduated from Nopole University with a degree in Public Relations and Advertising. This school year, she will be completing her master's in Pratt as a student in the combined degree program at the Paul University. Simena is a recent graduate from Columbia College Chicago. She is an incoming graduate student of Strategic Communication at Columbia College Chicago. Earlier this year, their chapters co-hosted a district conference, and both Sara and Simena were a part of the conference committee. Their conference was held in person and was very successful. Hi, Sara and Simena. How are Hi. you doing? How's your summer going so far? Like, do you have any exciting plans coming up?
1: Um, I graduated earlier in June. And so I've been spending time um, traveling with friends and family. And I'll be starting the DePaul University PR master's program in September. So just taking time between undergrad and graduate to kind of travel and relax, which has been fun. But definitely looking forward to
0: interning again in the fall. That's awesome. And congratulations. And also, happy birthday. I know that your birthday was some days ago. So congratulations. Thank
2: you. Yeah, as for me, I'm in Poland and seeing my family and friends. I graduated as planned in May um, of this year, and I will be attending
0: Columbia's grad program for strategic communication. Congrats, and I'm glad that you're visiting your family in Poland. That sounds super fun. And how did you initially get involved with PRSSA? And also, I was wondering, like, what do you like most about being a PRSSA member?
1: Um, For me, I actually went to my first PRSSA meeting for extra credit, which is a little bit common at DePaul, but then they hook you. And so I immediately became best friends with like some people with NPR SSA and ended up applying to work on progress report, which was the DePaul 2022 district conference. And so I was on one of the committees for that conference and started to get more involved. And then Pavitra, um, our president at the time really pushed me to apply to be on the e-board and kind of explain that like, you don't have to have a ton of experience. You'll gain it through being on e-board And so that's how I became VP of events last year. And so now I'll be vice president um, this coming school year and taking over as president in November once our Giselle graduates. So it was kind of just like an accident that I fell into it and then they hooked me, but I kept staying around because of the relationships I made and just the overall community that PRSSA has. I mean, sometimes I go places like near campus and they'll be like, oh, you're the PRSSA girl. And it's just so random because it's just, I've spoken to their class or they've come to an event. And so like, we really get to bring the PR community together at DePaul through PRSSA.
0: That's incredible. And what about you, Simena?
2: As for me, I joined through pandemic. I really was bored during like, online classes and kind of lonely so I decided to email Anne-Marie Mitchell if she knows when the PRSSA meetings are held and when and where so I wanted to join and this is how I joined later Anne-Marie really pushed me into applying for being eborn. and so this is how I became a president for two academic years.
0: That's great. And my experience is kind of similar. Like I also joined in the pandemic because I didn't know many people. I had extra time. So (laughs) I totally relate to what you said. And then I'm wondering, you co-hosted your district conference, but how did your chapters connect? Like how did you get to know one another before deciding to co-host a district conference?
2: I mean, we've been doing um, Zoom meetings about, you know, getting to know each other and kind of an idea what the conference would be like. And I think for both of us or from Columbia's standpoint, we really loved um, from like first side uh, talking to the post students and being with them and getting involved with them. As, you know, previously Columbia and DePaul chapters co-hosted conference, I believe in like 2019. So it was nice to kind of retrieve the connection that we had with people over at DePaul.
1: Yeah, and I think Milagros, you played a big role in it too. I think when we met with you back in maybe September last year, you kind of pushed DePaul and like, put it in a little, planted a little seed that was like, you know, Columbia applied too. And we immediately reached out to them and made that connection, which then turned into, like, Samantha said, a ton of Zoom calls and from the DePaul side. It was so nice. Like, we wanted to make those connections and to be able to just bring the entire like community of Pure SSA in Chicago together was pretty fun and amazing. And I think really created a strong bond. But yeah, Milagros, I think you really started it back in September.
0: <laughs> well, that's true. I I forgot about that, but now I remember it. And I'm super glad that you were able to connect uh because your conference was amazing. And now speaking about your conference, why did you decide to host a district conference?
1: Um, from the DePaul side, we have a history of just like being involved with district conferences and trying to plan as many as we have. So we had done one in 2022, we had done a collaboration um in 2019 I believe we had been doing them for some years prior and so it was just kind of a natural feeling for us as an e-board to like continue the legacy and keep applying to host and we also just really benefit them as a chapter I think we grow just so close as a chapter during district conference because there's so many late nights and there's the day of conference early mornings and just we are planning but we're also just hanging out and having like we get to these points where it's just like weird hangouts where you just don't even know what's going on anymore. So I think that really, our eboard likes to do them because we do grow together and also externally, we're able to build connections outside of the Chicago chapters with other students and like continue to foster those friendships, which for a PRSSA standpoint, it's kind of fun now to go to ICON or the leadership assembly and like, you know, all these people because they came to your conference, you've gone to their conferences and just kind of all of the like connections that you really get to make through everything. So just there's so many benefits and just like the legacy of
0: hosting a district conference. I love that. And I totally agree. And what about you, Simena?
2: Um, For me... I just really wanted to have a big thing achieved throughout the college. And I really envisioned that our small chapter at Columbia would have a district conference. And this is why I applied and I really pushed our e-board into doing the um, conference and, you know, co-hosting with DePaul was wonderful. And I hope maybe in some future it would
0: happen again. Awesome. And what advice would you give to chapters who are considering submitting a bid to host a 2024 district conference?
1: I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is involve your entire team. So we actually came up with the theme for our initial bid through a brainstorm during an eboard meeting back in early September last year. And it was actually our VP of creative, Connor, who said, what about elevated and bringing in the L and from there, like the entire theme kind of came together, but it definitely wouldn't have happened if we didn't have everyone and also utilizing every member of the team allowed us to be weary of like different trends that were going on in PR and what people were interested in. Cause every person has their own section of PR that they really love and are passionate about. So you really just don't know what you have and what connections you have until you talk to your entire team and even talking to your entire chapter if you have a smaller eboard. but really just involving anybody who wants to be involved because conference is not a one-person gig like you need the support and so involving them from day one I feel like is just really important.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah I couldn't agree more. I feel like district conferences are such a big project that you just need to work with as many people as possible and also like the greatest ideas come when you have like a diverse team so yeah totally sort of agree. degree and what about you Simona
2: well my advice would be very similar to Sarah's since we work closely but also I would say feel confident in your you know small idea what you're you're starting with so you can go from there and you, you know, improve and get better and host a wonderful conference. So yeah, feel confident about applying and about the whole process and everything will work out.
0: I love the advice and I feel like these district conferences are such an amazing opportunity to show the uniqueness of your chapter. So feeling confident and showing who you are is essential. So I love what you said. And uh, your conference was named Peer Elevated, as Sarah was saying. So can you describe your conference theme and explain how you chose it? Or you can explain it already better?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so kind of as I touched on, it came from that team brainstorm. And part of it is from DePaul and really Columbia's campuses are both in the loop. And DePaul also has a campus in Lincoln Park in Chicago. So we really rely on the L to get us around. And it's such a part of our daily life. And so we wanted to highlight Chicago and highlight just how historic Chicago is and like what's special about Chicago. And so one of the main things people think about when they come to Chicago is that L. And so we actually decided, elevated off of that and Conor Gross, as I mentioned earlier, really kind of pioneered that idea and came up with it. He also pioneered our creative of the conference. So it came up with all of the visuals that everyone saw and really just helped us create that image of it being based on transit and elevated and all of that. And once we had that word elevated, I think Samantha you can probably agree with me on this. We probably used that word a hundred times a day once we had like set that as our theme of like, how are we elevating PR? How are you? And so when we would like explain it to professionals, we explained to them why we chose the word PR elevated, but then from there we also talk to them about how we want to talk about elevating PR and how we can highlight elevated PR practices, top campaigns from the years, different stories that they have at their agencies, or also what young professionals can do to elevate their practices and elevate the field themselves. So there's really just so much you can do about bettering the world of PR. And so that's kind of what we wanted to bring in through PR Elevated, but always falling back on the L train in Chicago itself, really representing the city that we were in.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like, as we were talking before, um, district conferences are a great way to show how unique your chapter is. And I feel like you really did that with your theme and the peer name, like it really shows the uniqueness of your chapters and your city. So it's a great name and a great theme. Simena, where did your conference take place? you know, since we
2: co-hosted the conference, we thought about doing on the both of the campuses since they are both in loop, so they are close to each other. The first day took uh, one of the Columbia buildings and the next day after our site visits, we had reception at the Paul campus and
0: yeah. That's awesome. And how many people attended your conference?
2: Oh gosh, I I think over 100 people, but exact number not so sure. Maybe 120. I think Sarah would remember it better than me.
1: With all of the professionals and committee members and like everybody involved between our 12 agency visits and speakers that came in and then attendees. Um we were close to 250 like moving parts or people involved with elevated but overall i'd say we had about 130 140
0: attendees that came that's incredible like such an amazing conference i'm i'm beyond amazed by everything you planned so congrats (laughs) and then sarah your conference committee was amazing so can you talk about the peer elevated team and the different roles and responsibilities the committee members had
1: yeah, so as I said earlier, like, conference is no way a one-man task, and it's definitely not something like just Samantha and I could have done, um, the two of us, so we definitely quickly, and it was really important to me, coming from being on a conference committee the year before to really get younger students involved, and also just make sure our e boards had a bigger say throughout the planning process, so we did make our committees, I think we had about 30 committee members overall, including our eboard, 20 to 30 around there. So, we had a creative committee, which was led by Connor and Bella and Sophia from Columbia. And they really worked on our Instagram, all of the posters and everything like that, that really went and like showcased just everything that was PR elevated. Um, they also created reels about using the L, which was really helpful for us to have. And so they took everything over that, which took it off of leadership, meaning we didn't have to really worry about the Instagram and we didn't have to make content. We could just approve the content and it went up. And then we had a hospitality committee that was led by Robbie from the Columbia side and Ryan from the DePaul side. And they worked with their members to get room blocks and to make sure that the sponsorship gifts were made and to get the stickers made and just kind of worked on all of that different aspects of conference which again is just really helpful to have because there's so many little things that you don't think about and so having these committees allowed that to take place and then we had our community outreach committee um, that was led by Peria and then it had a group of Columbia students under her that they really took charge on our community outreach and They helped reach out to other chapters, but they also helped do our high school and middle school outreach campaign through PR Elevated, which was just really amazing to see. And then we had our programming team that was led by Christina on the DePaul side and Anastasia on the Columbia side. And they really were with leadership on every call. Um, We met with every single agency one or two times and every single sponsor one or two times. And so having that was so helpful because they were there, they were able to cover on calls, they were able to really help us brainstorm programming, they had connections that came into play. And then we also had a sponsorship committee that helped us raise over $4,000 in donations from agencies, professors, alumni, and really just anybody. And so all together, between the teams, we just had a great support system that really helped support the leadership of Samantha, me, Pavitra, Giselle, and Anastasia. And so they really just supported us along the way, but also really could put their ideas in and allow it to be more of a group effort. I think the only reason we could pull off such a big conference is because we were able to lean on so many people. And really, I highly suggest doing this if you ever do a district conference is having the committee and of course like we can always share our committee like forms and how we did that but I think Milagros we actually used stuff you gave us a couple years ago from Nationals that suggested doing this and we just kind of worked it to fit within the size of the conference we're doing but it definitely allowed us to get some new eboard members moving forward and just really help students get involved that were just in our chapter who had just joined PRSSA so it was just so amazing to see the involvement starts to take place and how passionate people became about PRSSA over the span of planning a conference.
0: Yes, I, I really agree with you, Sarah. And I really like how big and diverse your team was and having, a as you were mentioning, like a good support system and a committee structure that works and that you can adapt to, to your chapter. I think that's very important. And Simena, what did your conference itinerary look like?
2: I think we had really rich itinerary for our conference with, you know, on Thursday, we started with career panels, then we had a networking break. We also had a panel for diversity, equity and inclusion and how to, you know, be a better ally in workplace and phenomenal people um joined us for this panel. Then, you know, as a closing, we had, Reception with pizza with professionals, so our attendees could, you know, mingle around, get to know people, and it was it was fun. And then on Friday we had a leadership workshop with McKenna. Then you know we started kind of getting ready for site visits and visiting them. Later we had networking break at the Paul Campus with. You know, closing panel, which was with CEO and what to do when you're elevated already and what's next about that. And then there was closing reception.
0: That's awesome. I love your itinerary. Everything sounds so fun, so interesting. So I love it. Talking about your itinerary, what was one of your favorite sessions from the conference?
1: Personally, I didn't get to attend a lot of sessions just because I was in the background helping attendees get to where they needed to go or helping professionals like set up for their next session. But one that really did stand out to me was the DEINA panel that we had. It was called Elevating Your Peers, How to Be a Better Ally in the Workplace. And so we added the accessibility to DEINA just because that was really important to our conference committee and our team all together. Um, We wanted to highlight that part of the DEI&A as well and so we had Christina Steen moderate the panel and we brought in um different professionals that represented the different aspects of the panel and it just was a really great conversation that I think all of our attendee- attendees really loved. I think all the panelists ended up staying for like an hour to an hour and a half after the panel just talking to panelists and connecting with them and going deeper into those stories and so it was just really cool to see those connections be made and like spark the interest in the students minds so really that one just stands out to me and I think that was the perfect end to our first Thursday night of conference just with that panel and making those connections that then could be talked about Friday morning and just continue to be grow on grown on throughout the next um, couple of throughout the next day I guess.
0: I love that. Sounds super interesting. And what about you, Simona?
2: As Sarah said, we had to run a lot of things in the background, so the whole logistics of the conference goes smoothly. But what I, you know, attended and really loved was partially the um zap water communications um, panel where they talked about you know PR and travel because this is something that is interest of mine and it was really nice to listen to the ladies and what their insight on you know PR and travel is so yeah it was really great
0: I love that I know that Sarah you were speaking about the D I N A and initiative you had and I also really liked your high school outreach initiative so can you tell us more about them so,
1: for high school outreach, none of it would have been possible without Perry. She was in charge of our community relations team, and her committee really took this by storm. They did all of the work um, and just kept leadership updated throughout it. They came up with two different nonprofits in Chicago Dream on Education and Chicago Scholars. And so, we had meetings with people who run them, and we created plans to Interact with the students the best way possible. So, for Dream on Education, we actually went to the school and performed a program for them. And so, they hosted a session on what PR is for middle schoolers around eighth grade and maybe some freshmen in high school. So, kind of an important age range to reach because many people don't know what PR is when they're in high school or when they're applying to college. And so, we really wanted to show them what PR is. So, they brought a fun presentation. They bought Prizes for the students, they had a cahoot and overall they just kind of sparked the conversation of what PR was and I unfortunately didn't get a go to dream on education for the presentation but the pictures and the stories they have are just truly amazing and so it was definitely fun to see that idea come to life and the high school outreach and hear these, how excited these middle schoolers were about PR because they had never really heard of it before. And then for Chicago scholars, the best way to involve them, we hosted a couple of students at our conference during the Thursday afternoon career sessions and then during our DEI and A panel. So it really allowed these older high school students, juniors, seniors to better understand PR. They got to see a glimpse into college and into our conference. And so it was really cool to see those students come to the conference and get to experience everything. But again, none of this would have been possible without Perry and the community relations team because they really just planned it all. And they were so passionate from day one about making sure that we kept this aspect alive within our conference. And I really do suggest if you anyone does host a conference, they do try to do some of this outreach because it really was just something so special and it could so easily get pushed to the side with how busy conferences get to planning. but. It was something that I'm really happy we did and is something that I think we'll continue to do even without conferences, just because it allows what PR is to be more widely known. And then for DEINA, and I think everybody on our team wanted to have a DEI&A panel. We really added the A because within our team, people felt that accessibility wasn't commonly talked about but is a part of DE and I so we wanted to make sure we had that and we wanted to make sure to push that forward and at a conference last fall we actually met kristen barnfield who represented the accessibility portion on our panel and at that conference they brought the a in and so we wanted to bring that in as well and so we connected with her right away and she was so excited to do it and then Christina Steed, our moderator, also gave us amazing names for the panel, and so we really just relied on those that connections we had to bring us these powerful voices, which created that amazing panel. And then we kept the idea of elevating and supporting your allies throughout the entire conference. That's part of why we had the DEI&A panel that first night. That way, it could continue to be talked about and the stories could continue to build throughout the next day of conference.
0: That's so amazing. It sounds very interesting. As you were saying, I feel like these initiatives are so important and make your conference more special. So, totally so agreeing on, on what you were saying. And regarding the high school outreach initiative, I have to say that everything you posted on social media looked so interesting and so amazing. Like, I love seeing the pictures of. Um, everyone that went to present to the schools, um, it was so fun to say it and it made me feel very proud of what you were doing. So, yeah, I really like that. And Simena, um, what networking opportunities did your conference have? You know, just. A lot of them
2: from talking to professionals either on day one or from site visits on day two. I think we really arrange a lot of opportunities for our attendees to have this opportunity to network and really make a connection with either professionals or, you know, students like us. So pre-professionals in the industry. So, yeah, I think... I think that's it
0: about networking. That's incredible. I really like how engaging your conference was. Like I was in LinkedIn and during your days, like the days of your conference, everything I saw was people posting things from your conference and people networking and connecting with other students and professionals. So congrats, you, you really did an amazing job. Then I wanted to ask you what lessons did you learn from hosting a district conference? For me,
1: I would say trusting your team was one of the biggest lessons I learned. You really have to let them help. Hosting a conference is such a huge task, so no one can do it alone, which I've said several times now. But really, if somebody wants to be on a call with the professionals, let them sit in and then let them take over the next call. If somebody wants to work on social media, find them a mentor, find them somebody who can show them the brand kit, but then let them run and then get maybe you have to give them some feedback, but just really let your members get involved. It is a student-run conference. Not everything has to be perfect all the time. And it really is just such a great learning opportunity. And I think we really trusted our team, but we also wanted to make sure everybody left with something for their portfolio, something they could talk about in a job interview, something that they could feel like they benefited from dedicating this time to PR Elevated. And so just, we really, let them do what they wanted to do and made sure that they were as involved as possible. But in doing that, I also would say, make sure you stay organized. For us, we tried to only communicate on Slack and we used a shared Google Drive under our PR elevated email, but we didn't really text much because we wanted all of the conversations in the same place. And then we also just tried to have weekly meetings. Leadership met every Wednesday night. The full team met on Thursday nights, and then different committees had meetings once a week, normally on Sundays as well. So that way we just really made sure everybody was always on the same page. Some of these meetings were just five minutes of each committee telling me what was going on, but it still just allowed us to stay organized, know what was happening, and really make sure that nothing was being forgotten and everything was accounted for.
0: I love that, and yeah, communication and organization are key when planning a district conference. And what about you, Simona?
2: Mm, you know, the lesson I did learn was really to be a better teammate because making a conference is not a solo work; it's a big teamwork, and you know, having a great connection or relationship with people that are working on the conference was really a big key for me to kind of get involved as much as possible in different aspects of the conference and I think after I became more of a teammate rather than a leader who was just
0: giving tasks it was just working better for me. Yeah, that's a great lesson. And then this question is kind of related to the question I've just asked, but how do you think hosting a district conference benefited you personally and then also your chapters?
1: For me personally, I definitely learned how to lean on a support system a little bit more. I had planned events in the past, but nothing as big as like a conference. And so I was lucky enough to have Pavitra and then both the Columbia and DePaul advisors who guided us through the entire conference and every up and down that we encountered. And so just really having that support system there that we could lean on and ask for help when we needed, but also we could get the little push that we needed sometimes to just move on from whatever had happened. I think that was really important. And it really just showed like, you don't have to do everything on your own. You can ask for help. But then also it just helped me learn how to become a more successful leader and just how to be more competent in myself. I got to a point where there would be days we were meeting with like back to back to back to back professionals. And so we were just talking to them and it really just helped me realize like professionals are just as (laughs) they're humans too. It's normal. So, and they want to help. They want to be a part of conferences like this. And so there's really nothing daunting about talking to these professionals. And so it really just helped me gain some confidence in my networking skills and just talking to them. But then as a team, I really think it united us from both the Columbia and DePaul side, everybody worked together. If there was a problem, there would be people from both schools rushing to fix it. It was just something that was really cool to see. Everyone was hands on and helped with whatever they could. The weekend of conference, we were together from like, Wednesday morning to Friday night nonstop working on different things and the conference would not have been possible without how close we were and all the committee members from each school that helped and now all these committee members are a part of eboards and they're really excited and so it's just really helped spark that next generation of PRSSA after we all graduate
0: That's incredible. And what about you Simena?
2: I think For our chapter at Columbia that is really small, we got a little bit more members. Our chapter grew a little bit in membership. So I would say conference brought us students that are enjoying time at PRSSA and enjoy being at the meetings or enjoy doing conference with us. For me personally, it was a really huge and big thing. That really changed me and taught me how to, just like Sarah said, lean on support system that we had from our committee members and our committee leads and our advisors who are phenomenal. And I think without our advisors and the really big team that we were, I don't think the
0: conference would be as successful as as it was. That's awesome. And I'm really glad hosting a conference made your chapter grow. Um, I feel like hosting a district conference is a great opportunity for recruitment. Uh, When my chapter hosted a conference in 2022, it really grew as well. So yeah, I really like what you said. And then from the attendees point of view, what do you think are the biggest benefits of attending a district conference?
1: I would say new connections and a new experience, really. The connections you make at a district conference, you wouldn't think about it, but now there's like these people I have connected with on LinkedIn that I'm like oh my gosh they got a job and it's like I've known this person for maybe two months but I'm just as excited for them now as if we've gone through all of college together so you really just get these new connections and within that weekend you're making memories with them it's a short experience but that connection is pretty deep and then also you get that new experience Every PR program is a little bit different. And so, attending a district conference really allows you to better understand what PR is like in that location, what that program is like. Maybe if you want to attend a master's program there. And it really just lets you explore different parts of the industry based in those cities in a more professional, smaller setting. We try to make sure everybody at our conferences are on agency visits. We want to make sure they're interacting with both schools involved. And so, you're really just getting to understand that location you're going to understand all different parts of it
0: that's amazing and I totally agree what about you Simona
2: I don't think I have anything to add I will just say I agree with Sarah on this so much because networking is a key to the industry that PR is and I think it's great like you know, I am so happy and excited for my LinkedIn profile being like over 500 people, and most of them are people from the conferences that I attended or from Peer Elevated. And it's always so exciting to see in the feed um, that they got a job or that they are moving forward with education and pursuing a master's degree. It's so, so good to see someone succeeding in the field. Uh, Because at one point, who knows, we might be working together and it will be a nice surprise.
0: That's incredible. My last question is, what advice would you give to future district conference hosts?
1: I would say just lean on your team, reach out to other PRSSA chapters to see what they've done, get advice, or maybe even get help if you're in the same city. And then also, Just stay organized as much as possible, if that means making a Google account for your district conference, if that means spreadsheets, if that means Google Docs, whatever organization is to your chapter. Just make sure that from day one you have the budget, you have the email list, and you have the ticket site set up so that way you can really just stay as organized as possible because things will quickly keep adding on and on and on and then you're going to think you're going to have time to organize later, but it just gets crazy.
0: Great advice. And what about you, Simeon?
2: I would say, again, be confident about yourself and your abilities. Lean on your teammates. So I would say try to be a great teammate to make this conference working. So yeah, be confident and be organized, and be a teammate.
0: I love it. Great, great advice as well. And thank you so much, Sara and Samantha, for speaking with me. I love talking with you about the Peer Elevated conference.
1: Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. I love Peer Elevated. Definitely, if someone hasn't checked out our website, it's still up from the year. So if you're looking to host one, there's a lot of like different ideas that we went through on that website.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Sara and Simena, for walking us through your experience of hosting a district conference. And thank you to our listeners. If you have any questions related to hosting a district conference, feel free to reach out to PRSA via social media or email me at at road. Stay tuned for more podcasts coming soon.